China has recently invited Indonesia, Malaysia, Iran, Egypt, and several other countries to join BRICS, a growing world alliance led by Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. While some are reporting that BRICS is somehow challenging the globalists, this is demonstrably false. The original concept for BRICS was proposed by the chief economist for Goldman Sachs. BRICS's new development bank is staffed by known players of the IMF and World Bank, and BRICS has repeatedly affirmed their commitment to the United Nations Agenda 2030. Aside from Brazil's President Bolsonaro, all of BRICS nation-states have pushed the and China recently announced five more years of their brutal zero lockdowns. BRICS is also pushing a digital currency and has launched research and development center for member states. BRICS is clearly not anti-globalist. Even the CCP's state-run media explains how BRICS now leads the globalization mission. But they are all turning against the United States and its allies. Xi Jinping accused the U.S. of weaponizing the financial system with their sanctions against Russia, which has caused the average person to suffer worldwide. And Vladimir Putin suggested that BRICS could provide a new world reserve currency. At the recent St. Petersburg International Economic Forum, Putin blamed the West for disrupting the international economy and announced that NATO's unipolar world order is over. In just three months, Russia has managed to reverse inflation and has increased their financial surplus to more than four times it was last year. Russia is now thriving, and Putin announced that their international priority is to increase food deliveries to countries that need it the most. They are pouring billions into their farming communities, raised the minimum wage by 10%, and provided more money to pensioners and families with children. He also criticized the West for choosing an economic path and having ill intentions, which seems to be the only explanation for what the Biden administration is doing. They have deliberately cut off our fuel, which will cut off our food, and they are pushing the for every single healthy child in America. They have opened our borders and are pushing for a world with a thriving nuclear power while destroying our military from within. The Biden administration's plan is clear. Destroy America from within. And they have amassed an army of the miserable through mass psychosis, an army of ugly, insane, obsessed deviants who want abortion on demand and acceptance for Psychotics who castrate their own children because it's trendy, and mindless drones who believe the human race needs to die. At what point will Americans begin to care enough to work together and do something when the nuclear bombs start falling? America is being masked by our own federal government, and the emerging new globalized economy will let it happen. Unless Americans take back control of their own government, America will soon end. That's the plan being executed right now. America is already suffering a food shortage, which can be felt by rising costs and emptying shelves at the grocery store. 
But this is a cakewalk. It's going to get much worse. The writing, as they say, is on the wall. Any reasonable person can see that this is all being done deliberately. Over 10,000 cattle just died, and we are told that it was due to 100 degree weather. And in just the past 17 months, nearly 100 disasters have mysteriously befallen the American food industry. Dozens of catastrophic fires burning down food processing plants, in multiple cases caused by small aircraft crashing into them. Thousands of tons of meat destroyed. Over 2 million turkeys have been destroyed. Over 40 million chickens have been destroyed. And with the rising cost of fuel, farmers are unable to harvest their crops. And it's only just beginning. Remember, Joe Biden promised he would shut down oil and gas. I have one final would question. Would he close it down falls, the oil industry? It falls. Would you close it down falls. the oil industry? I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I will that's transition. a big statement. That's it is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But that's you can't a big do statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time. Over time. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically what he's saying question, is he is Mr. going President? to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that, Texas? Will you okay. remember that, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President Biden, let me give you 10 seconds to respond, Ohio. and then I have to get to the final question. Vice President Biden. He takes everything out of context, but the point is, look, we have to move toward a net zero emissions. Um, but, but kiddo, I want you to just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree. But I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to clock it. And they are making good with their radical promise, except there is no alternative energy plan. The Biden administration is doing everything they can to shut down all fossil fuel in this country. And not only will that stop people from driving, all public transportation, all shipping, and all industry will come to a halt. Millions will lose their jobs, and hundreds of millions will starve to death. Whether you like it or not, civilization is dependent upon oil and gas, and our government is turning it all off. We are also still suffering a baby formula shortage, and what little we do have is being sent to the open southern border for the tens of thousands of hungry foreigners being brought in unchecked and flown to already struggling cities across America. Your government is trying to kill you. And if anyone thinks this is hyperbole or fear-mongering, they are not paying attention or they are in shock. The only solution we are being offered is to vote, even though we have election system and two parties that work for the same corporate establishment. Starvation is coming fast, and people can only survive a few weeks without food. And so, what exactly will we do if the so-called red wave this November fails to turn the tide?